When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Wow, we welcome to the best show that is on right now in your ears. Where you worst blew year it. ever, you blew it, Cody. and Robert God is speaking from uh, I am, Washington D.C. I'm Cody Johnston. I'm Katie Stoll. I am livid at how Cody botched that introduction. Yeah, I mean, you didn't Furious. really help things by talking over him as he did it. But it was going to be great. No. I was going to stick no. the landing, but honestly, you, yeah. guys, no. C minus to you both. I'm. I accept <laughs> that. You're right. <laughs> You, you know, <laughs> it's it's cost us today. It's cost us today. But the harder I am on Cody, the better he's going to get at introducing this podcast. Yeah, because you're it really, really great matters. at introducing podcasts, Robert. Shut up. <laughs> that wasn't the hey, last I, podcast we were on I, together. You just talked about Hitler for like four minutes. That wasn't the last podcast you were on together. That I was on with him, yeah. Speaking of which, I have right. a lot of Hitler thoughts today. If we want to, oh we good, start this episode about the Democratic debates with some Hitler talk. Ba -ba 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 -ba. No. Welcome to the worst year ever <laughs> podcast. <laughs> That's our, now with Robert our, with his with Hitler our, comments. With our segment Hitler talk. Mm. With Robert. All right, I'm going to get this train under control <laughs> here. Uh, this Speaking week we're talking trains. about <laughs> last week's Democratic <laughs> debate. Now, why are we talking about it today? Several days after the debate, good question. It's because we haven't done that yet. Mm. And we are an election podcast and we haven't talked about uh, the That's true, we have not talked about the debates. We've talked about them on our show. That is true. With Robert, mm -hmm. but Katie, not here mm -hmm. on The Worst Year Ever. And it's about goddamn time. Uh, Katie, I want to applaud you for finding such an eloquent way of saying we didn't know what else to make this week's episode. Sure, about, there's also so we that. We talked about the debate. That I mean, was really well done. Mm -hmm. Just so that everyone knows, I'm moving this week. It's stressful. This seemed like a good 
But also the other things I said, but also, yeah. I mean, it's true. It's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. All of it's true. A little it's less true. prep work. Um, I did request a debate episode. And Sophie requested it. Yeah, we've it. been talking about it for a while. It's time. The primaries are actually in full sw- Well, not full swing. Yeah, but, they you know, are. They're, well, in, they're swinging. Mm, full swing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's time. Do you guys think that we've stalled enough and we should start talking about the debates? No. Or do we want to stall some more? Mm-hmm. What was your day like? I want to talk about Tom Steyer. You want, well, then no. I think it's time we get started. Um, cool. Let's talk about the debates last week. Uh, how'd you guys like it? <laughs> no, let, let's start by talking about the candidates. Who, who do you think did well? Um, I, I, uh, I, I really want to hear what Robert was about to say. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm never going to vote for him because I don't think his actual policies are very good okay. or at all where they need to be. But Andrew Yang can answer a motherfucking question you know really what? well. I completely agree. It, yeah. um, I was really impressed by him. I, Again, I'm the same boat as you. I'm not going to vote for him. I, I don't think it, his policies, some of them are, he has interesting ideas, but they aren't, they don't, they don't hit home for me. But respect the hell out of that guy. Yeah, he can and, answer questions. He speaks to the root a lot, which I think is important. Yeah. I, he made a lot of great I, points. I, I, for a guy who I know is a committed capitalist business owner Mm -hmm. um he was the most explicitly critical of american capitalism of anyone on the stage which was really interesting and the stuff that he's saying is important and true uh you know again we've talked about him in the past you know automation everything that he's talking about and the effects of technology on yeah i think he he does oversimplify things a little sometimes uh like i like that he talks about like the trump not being a the problem but rather the symptom i think that's i love Um, that moment i uh, love he said that that before and i think it's important to always come back to that and point that out but also uh after i think like after the bait he said something about how like yeah we've uh we've lost like x amount of manufacturing jobs that's what we got donald trump and it's like that's not yeah. That's oversimplifying it. That's not That's why. not accurate. Right. I, and I do understand. It's one of th- a number of factors. It's like a, there are yeah. a lot of factors. That but that's a talking into, point for yeah. him that works well yeah. with his campaign. It, I mean, it's. He's it's the only one talking about automation. Politics. Too, so, yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's not a I give you a pass. It's politics. It's just like, mm. yeah, that's the game. But uh, I do appreciate yeah. him up there. Um, yeah, he's very yeah, likable. Uh, <laughs> he's very likable. He answers questions really well. Um, he seems to be going out of his way to be friendly at every with everyone, which I guess, considering his like actual like level of support, make makes sense. It's the it's the way to go. Um, he might just but, be very I think that's nice. Also, him too. Yeah, like whenever <laughs> he, he might talks just about be really nice. <laughs> like two yeah. debates ago, I think he was talking about how he misses Cory Booker, and I believe yeah. that he and Cory Booker had a lot of fun uh, doing like backstage yeah. the debates. And also, he his friend. the day after. The caucuses are a couple mm-hmm. days. Iowa caucuses. I loved his tweet. It was something along the lines of, it's looking like Bernie won. Mm-hmm. Um, looking forward to New Hampshire. Yeah, New yeah. Hampshire. And it was like, that's I, cool. It that's was cool because it was true. That's nice. But yeah. <laughs> it was true and accurate and simple. It wasn't, yeah. I um, I didn't think, I started vi- this very critical of Andrew Yang, and I think some of that was unfair because he attracted a lot of ironic fascists who liked him because they wanted $1,000 a month, and that's yeah. not his fault. Um, <laughs> but it did definitely color some of my- pin. And right. the math pen. Yeah. And I hate, I hate the math pen. I do hate the math. I, I, I don't like his, his, um, 
um, his ads, but I don't really like anybody's ads. Right. Uh, um, e- even Bernie's are a little cloying to me. Um, I just don't like ads. Um, you don't but, like that um, Bloomberg ad? Or the other Bloomberg ad? Or the other Bloomberg Sorry. ad? Or the no, other no, Bloomberg what ad? Bloomberg makes Cody. What, what Bloomberg <laughs> makes are not ads. They are messages. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's a, a, okay. a big distinction. Messages. Message arts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's talking about the um, Buddha Judge Plenty Bold type ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I do. I that was that was sort of a let them fight moment for me. <laughs> it's like okay, <laughs> yeah, I, I have no problem with this. Um, but for Yang, I, number one, I, I I am now understanding why his, the people who love him do so with such um, fervor. Yeah, because he is very likable and positive. Don't run too. across that yeah. a lot. And po- he's positive. He's um, and I. I, f- I find myself surprised by how excited I am. I'm not going to vote for him, and I don't believe he has any chance of becoming the presidential candidate. I am excited for the future of his political career, and yeah. I hope that he continues to evolve. And re- like one of the th- one of my critiques of him is, um, I'm very much in favor of something like UBI. Um, one of the major problems UBI would encounter is that it would uh, cause a massive escalation in rent prices because landlords would jack up rent and it would yeah. could eat up most, if not all, if not more than all, of what people actually get from UBI. And so there needs to be a comprehensive rent control program. And all that Yang has on his site about it right now that I've found at least, you know, I'm, I'm not going to say I dug super deep, but I found other of his fans online complaining about this, is that most of what he's had to say is talking about like zoning. And changing right. zoning to reduce the price of housing. But he's been very vague about how he would do that. And if you look at – he cites San Francisco as an example. And San Francisco has reduced housing prices somewhat in the last couple of years as a result of some zoning changes. But the the changes have been very modest and have not really worked to alleviate the massive problems of, of oh. the, the, that, that that place has because of the high cost of living. Um So I think a – I would like to see an Andrew Yang with four, eight – 12 more years, because he's a pretty young guy, of working on policy and maybe working in a cabinet position at some point, doing... Right. That's what I would like to see. Yeah, I, I would very much... Like, I could see if he if he has the consistency, if he, if he really is as good a guy as he seems to be, and he has the consistency of beliefs with someone like Sanders, and I think evolves more and develops a more effective, like, a more fully fleshed platform, I am excited to see where this guy's political career could head. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with so much of what you just said. Um, how do you guys think Klobuchar did? Because CNN thinks that she landed some punches. Is that a Saliza article? <laughs> do you have a S- Chris Saliza article open? Uh, do I? No, I don't. Ooh, all right. I do not. You know, I, I just want to say real quick, I love his articles because they're always like the most likely results of the next primary and it's like five items and it's like bernie wins elizabeth gets second or third or fourth pete gets first or second or third <laughs> so or you're fourth. Just and it's just like posting <laughs> a, a few different combinations it's amazing uh i can't believe he still exists but anyway what did they have to say about uh amy um so i know i did see my first amy for america mm. sign in los angeles I saw one over the weekend. Are you sh- now, Sophie? Sir? Have you had had you had enough water? Are you certain that was not a mirage? A lot of people who see Amy Klobuchar signs who are in fact dying in the desert. Mm-hmm. She looks hydrated. Very to me. common problem. Hmm. Uh, okay. Hmm. She's taking a sip. All right. This is what <laughs> CNN. This is what CNN had to say about Klobuchar. Really reliable news source. CNN. Uh-huh. Yep. 
Globishar continued to do what's allowed her to become a finalist in a field that started with two dozen candidates, turning in another of a string of strong debate performances. Okay. She landed the punches she came in to deliver. She called Buttigieg's experience okay. into question. She cast doubt on Sanders' electability. And she knocked Steyer for his lack of government experience. Is that, is that what counts as a good debate performance? I guess. Katie, I have a, st- I have a story. <laughs> she did a series of things. I have a um, couple of young, couple of young uh, cousins. And um, when I hang out with them, they like to pretend to be superheroes. You know, Marvel's big these days. And um, I uh, have a lot of enjoyment in when they, they throw a, a punch, uh, reacting as if I have been knocked through the sky and flying back onto a couch or something. They enjoy it. I enjoy it. And I think Amy Klobuchar landed punches in that same thing. <laughs> right. That, that is the kind of punch that Amy Klobuchar landed. I just don't um, understand why we pretend like she's the strong. Yeah, it's like she's actually a, a, making waves. I mean, I know that there are people that, are, that like her. Probably not very many of you then listen to our show. Sure. But like Amy Klobuchar doesn't think she's going to get the nomination. You know, I, I don't think she does. Um, yeah, I don't know you if know, she does or not. I'm, um, I'm positive because I'm read minds. <laughs> I mean, CNN has a very childish view of, of these kinds of events uh, and politics in general. Um, I think that maybe she like I think she's going for a, she's a going VP, for, you know, yeah, something like that. Um, also, I think that a lot of her um, <laughs> I think a lot of where she's at right now is just let's make sure that Pete doesn't get the nomination. Like, I think that she hates Pete more than, uh, more than most of our listeners, uh, more than us in this room, uh, more than anyone else on that stage. What makes you say that? Um, She keeps bringing it up. She keeps keeps bringing up how much she dislikes Pete Buttigieg. I mean, she keeps poking (sighs) him about having no experience um, and just sort of showing up up randomly. Um, She does like a lot of like side digs Mm -hmm. at him. Um, And I think that, she, because she is, uh, she's uh, an actual like experienced, like serious version of Pete. Like she's like, I'm the moderate candidate. I'm not Joe Biden. Thank God. I'm. She's a centrist I'm, who's done things. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like it's like she is. Uh, she's the role that I think Biden and Pete are both playing. Of like, I'm moderate. I'm yeah, not, I mean, like, she's. They're all vying for that same uh, demographic. Yeah. Um, yes. How about Tom Steyer? I feel like maybe okay, we're going to well, talk really about quickly, Biden Katie, and Bernie really and Buttigieg's quickly. performance in the context of some of the stories I, oh, sure. that happened in this. I but, have, and don't forget Warren. Of course, and Warren. I have something critical to add. Please, Robert. Don't something Warren, critical to like add. The just to hear the entire for the first entire We're going to yeah. get to that. I, I just thought of what we should call Klobuchar fans. What? Okay, and, and again, this is as in the word shard, as in like the shards of a shattered thing. Klobuchar's. It sounds like Klobuchar's. Like, it does. Like like <laughs> yeah, the people, like, like when you shit your yeah. pants. Yeah, it sounds like they, Klobu- that was, it sounds oh, like she's trying that, to fart. That, 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 shit that, your that, pants. That was, that mm-hmm. was largely, largely intentional. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, right, because either it's, either it's uh, tried to fart but actually shit your pants or it's you're like a broken piece of something. <laughs> so like that's not yes, great. That, that, that was the... There are, can I, no read, interpretation can I read you my great. favorite Klobuchar headline from today, guys? Absolutely. Sure. Clay Aiken on 2020 primary. Why I'm changing my vote oh, no. from Joe Biden to Amy Klobuchar. There it is. There it See? is. That's the demographic. Exactly. Well, she, got, she got the Aiken vote? It's she because got the Clay Aiken vote. It's because of that performance wow. on Friday. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what, uh, and her performance in Iowa, 
um, did better, I think, than a lot of people thought. She's surging in New um, Hampshire. And I think that, again, I think it's... Uh, That's a good... everyone wants an alternative to Joe Biden. They're they're looking for, like, we want, we want these a are, Joe Biden These type. are great slogans for her campaign. <laughs> Amy Klobuchar did better than you thought, mm-hmm, than you would have mm-hmm. thought. Amy Klobuchar... Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're iconic. Oh, my God. Amy Klobuchar... Better than Biden. Amy Klobuchar. Amy Klobuchar. Aiken vote. A- got the Aiken vote. Aiken to vote. <laughs> she got. She got the Aiken vote. Um, My God, the that's. I mean, this is that huge. could be what the election comes yeah. down to. Huge if true, Aiken. guys. Yeah, yeah, huge yeah, yeah, yeah. If true. Much, much as the much as the two thousand eight election came down. Well, I, I think mm-hmm. that Clay Aiken's mm-hmm. vote, even even without yeah. the power of his celebrity, his vote. Counts for I th- yeah. think fifty thousand people. Mm-hmm. That's fifty thousand. One votes, yeah. vote for I, him we, is different. We don't say it enough, but there would have been no Iraq War without Clay Aiken. Oh, absolutely. I feel I, like I, I say it all the time. You, the listener, yeah. take nothing else out of this podcast. The Iraq War is entirely Clay Aiken's fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to talk about Steyer. I actually was appreciated some of the points he made, and I think we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit yeah. later when we talk about that section, but. I really liked how he kept bringing it back to race. Uh, what did he say at one point where he was like, we have not said a single word tonight about t- diversity. Are you kidding me? And it was like, yeah, you haven't. It hasn't, it hasn't it's, been brought up at all. And it's, it's simultaneously, yes, I'm glad you brought that up. Just as I'm very glad you're talking about reparations on like the floor of a mm-hmm. major party debate. Um, I would be lying if I said it wasn't a little bit awkward that the whitest man ever born mm-hmm. is the one making these oh, points. Yeah. But that's not his fault. He did the right thing. It's he did absolutely the right thing, but good. That yeah, there's he did something very, especially odd, in that plaid tie. There's something odd about <laughs> Tom Steyer because he is saying those kinds of things, yeah. and it's very, very clear he wants desperately to be Bernie Sanders' friend. Um, and there's yes. a lot oh, of like so you bring up climate change. There's a lot of a lot of uh, left leaning things that he talks about, and mm-hmm. it's very odd because he's. A, billionaire yeah uh, and uh he like i like him more than pete yeah and that's yes. weird in a, in, <laughs> yeah in a sane and reasonable political system tom steyer would be a moderate tom steyer would be the, the joe biden he would be right. a yeah. middle of the road democrat that's yeah. not what we're working with no. um i no. I don't know if we'll get to this later, but no, I, I'm just going to say it now. Um, I, I really appreciate it. Well, I, I've said it on this show before, too. One of the things that I like about Bernie is that he voted against um, this trade deal because it doesn't incorporate mm-hmm. uh, climate stuff. And I liked how Tom Steyer called that out. Yeah, he's he like, I, agree, like with I agree with Bernie. I agree with my best friend, Bernie. Yeah. I mean, and he was he was uh, said it right, too, because he's like, it's not that I don't put a priority on securing the best deal for our citizens, for our workers. But I think we've got more leverage if we also, uh, more leverage on the climate, if we also include that as part of the of the mm-hmm. deal. And, and people up there try to dismiss him, but I think that that's a very good point. Yeah, and sometimes, yeah, and I, you know, the idea of like, well, we voted for this because you got to have something. It's like, I don't, that sometimes you got to vote no. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I think that that moment was pretty potent because I think that the people up there including a Warren, who you know I like, um, we're kind of stuck. Yeah, you yeah know, well, I, it illustrates that, like, what he's fighting for mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that he's willing to take that stand, um, even when it's not popular, except for with Tom Steyer. Um, I also did do want to say that I appreciated Bernie 
unprompted bringing up uh, the Muslim concentration camps in China. Yeah. Uh, no one brought it up. It wasn't part of the question. He just, it's something that's on his yep. mind. Yeah. The other thing we should talk about before we go to a break is mm. the fact that Elizabeth Warren didn't get very much speaking time, especially at the beginning. Yeah, did especially you at the beginning. Less, I did no? notice that. Klobuchar, especially for um, getting third in Iowa. Yeah. Um, yeah, she was. She got the fifth most speaking time and got is number three in the election right now. Yeah, um, which um, is odd. Biden got the most speaking time uh, overwhelmingly again, despite also like rambling yeah. on and being like, "I'm out of time. Someone else talk, please." Um, despite, despite getting increasingly fourth, convincing uh, me that he, doesn't I would say know a words. week fourth. Yeah. Um, yet they still give him give him that. Interesting how your position. position has evolved from last week when you called it a strong fourth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Well. It's because of that um, uh, Backstreet's Back All Right video. If you guys haven't seen this, oh it's my so God. embarrassing. You know what? Actually, guys, we're going to we're going to right here play it. Daniel, edit in edit in twenty seconds or so of that, so you can listen to this. We had nightmare. to, and you have to now. I would describe it as Lovecraftian. So you guys enjoy that. After that, we're gonna have a break <laughs> for ads. And then we're going to come back and we're, we're going to talk about more stuff. Are, you, are we all clear on the plan? Yes. Yes. Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden. Yeah, yeah. Joe Biden. Biden's back. All right. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. 
I'm ba- we're back. We're back. And uh, I want to address the elephant in the room, which is that there's a slight time delay because I am a continent away. And mm-hmm. um, I don't want anyone to let me off easy for it. Uh, attack me. Cancel me. Tear me apart online. Uh, really, what I want is your theories about what this means about Katie and Cody and I's relationship um, and and the intricacies that you... Uh, you puzzle out from the uh, fact the that you're so far away from us. Yeah, yeah. Read as yes, much yeah, into it exactly. as, as you possibly can. Um, I, I assume, assume, assume away, folks. I am wondering if after Daniel edits this, anybody will even be able to know. Right. So there's that. Let us know if you could tell that he was a, a continent away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the you're, comments, you're never a continent away in my heart. Thank you, Cody. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But you know who was a continent away from the hearts of the debate moderators? Was Elizabeth Warren, who basically didn't talk for like the first hour. Yeah, way um, to bring it back. And then well. afterwards. That was yeah, amazing, thank you. Robert. I am it really was. Wow. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're not going to talk about it. Yeah, because we, we did. We got the transition <laughs> right, and now we're done. <laughs> yeah, I have nothing to say about Elizabeth Warren. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, we did address it before the break. But yeah, I agree. I appreciate yeah. that as reminding that. I mean, Cody and I watched it live, whereas you and Robert didn't. And like mm-hmm. halfway through, Cody and I both were like, "Wait, like is she? She's, it was she's right there." Yeah, yeah. Uh, very frustrating. It was interesting. Yeah. So this sort of has to do with I think the, uh, the it was, I would say one of the more substantive debates that have existed so far. Um, I think part of that's because yes. there were few, fewer, fewer people. people. Um, but even the moderators, I thought, did like a better job than a lot of uh, the. Uh, hacks that usually do it. Is that because they were coming for Pete? Well, no. So they weren't, I didn't think. Aside from that one exchange that was amazing that we'll get to. Um, but like oh, up amazing. top, and I think Sophie, uh, we talked about that too while we were watching, of yeah. like, it was very clear that they were like, we're going to, it's all in on attacking Bernie Sanders right now. But just at the beginning, yeah. But I think that but the that tone the of the they, party, yeah. Yeah. they they tried to do that, but everyone on stage wouldn't let them. Yeah. Like, the there was a lot of- The moderators tried to shit on Bernie- and then everyone on stage's approach was like, "Hey, we we, we like Bernie." Yeah, yeah. And I so mean, I think that was within three minutes. There was the question: Is anyone concerned about having a democratic socialist on the top of the? Yes, know, exactly. <laughs> of course, they asked that. I, that's um, a shocking question to lead with. I'm not saying that they didn't. I'm just saying I was pleased that as the debate, because in the past it's been throughout the debate. Yes, and yes, I and exactly. I definitely felt that shift. Um, mm-hmm. this this time around. Yeah, um, so. they tried it up top. Um, assume one would assume also because like, well, they know that people are going to watch for the very beginning at least, so they're going to see the that part. But uh, I just appreciated, yeah, that the other candidates on stage were like, no, nah, we're not going to do that this time. I liked the Biden Bernie hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to save this, but let's talk about. The friendship of all of these candidates. Repeatedly, Robert made this point in our text thread. And I had the same thought. It was like, so many of them say like, well, we're friends. Like, really, are you? Like, except do you guys, do Mm. you guys have each other over for dinner and like play poker Mm. on the weekend, smoke cigars? I don't think so. I know it. You know it. I, mean, yeah. I would. I would love to see video of like Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders just like doing coke, getting wasted in Vegas in Russia. Mm-hmm. Like that. You mean Hunter Biden? That is. That's what Tom Steyer wants. Is just like one weekend at Bernie. Yes, <laughs> His, he wants a one weekend, weekend at, at Bernie's. Bernie's. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> he's gonna write uh, a memoir after all of this, and he. 
Honestly, what are my motivating reasons for getting to the debate? Well, I was hoping to make some solid friendships. Yeah, I was lonely. You know? I was yeah. Like, if I if not now, when? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um. Yeah, but the, but the bigger point being that there did seem to be an emphasis on civility and bridging the gap and not having quite as much acrimony <laughs> until the next morning. Until the next when morning, Biden was like, "Actually, fuck Pete." Is that a direct quote? Uh, no, his ad was just amazing. Yeah. Uh, comparing their uh, yeah. careers uh, and accomplishments and uh, together, it was very very funny. It's a good ad. Because these people are all politicians, and because other than Tom Steyer, uh, I don't really trust that that most of them desperately want to be friends. Um, no. I do believe Tom Steyer would, would take a bullet for Bernie. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of, like, strategically why everyone was so nice to him and refused to take the bait, because he is the front runner by any reasonable person. Yes. You could argue Pete, but it, if you look at the other, the way the other... Um, why they were so nice to Bernie? Um, yeah, I've got why, an answer. Why they chose not to take the bait. Maybe they um, want to be VP. <laughs> yeah, that that is that that's one very good theory that they Thank want to you. be VP. They see where the wind is blowing. They've accepted that they think he's going to win. Um, another option is, um, you know, they looked at what happened when the Sanders and Warren campaigns had a spat, and what happened mm-hmm. to Warren's numbers, and are like yeah. scared of pissing off Bernie's fans. That's another possibility. Um, another possibility is for some reason enough of them are deluded enough that they actually don't think he's going to win and think Pete might and want to cut Pete down to size and like still think they have chances. Like, I don't know. I think it's probably a combo of all of those, you know, like even if a hedging of bets, sure. Yeah. I, I mean. You make a great point. I seeing what Bernie's VP fans thing, do online. Yes, that's a great point, Robert. Yeah. Anyway, well, his point was about the numbers, not the online. I know, people. I know, I know. But he's talking about how that not affected Chuck Todd going on his he's, show and calling them brown shirts. He's on talking the air. about how the backlash online and everything affected Warren's numbers, and it's a good point. Um, yeah, but yeah. like I, I'm I saying, mean, I'm, that, as... but also yeah, cut Pete down because he's posing a little bit of a threat right, right now. Sorry, Robert. Well, and, you know, Katie, it's um, I you know, I, I'm just thinking about your initial answer because it's a mark of how fucking cynical I am. Yeah. That I didn't consider they all just might be wanting to be vice president. Um, like I had to think that there was like either something dumb or sinister. And like, oh yeah, maybe they're just <laughs> they've just accepted that he's going to win and they're angling. Maybe they're doing the thing that you do. Maybe this is going to be a normal election where the guy who clearly has the momentum everyone lines up behind. I really. Yeah, but they line up behind because they want right. something from him. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I, they're politicians. Yeah, politicians. And, and maybe it's different for the different candidates on stage. I don't think Amy Klobuchar thinks she's got a shot at VP with Bernie administration. Right. Um, well, yeah, yeah, it's very but, nice. Like Steyer. But, <laughs> but Pete is a more direct threat to her. Steyer and Yang, maybe. I don't know. I, I doubt Steyer, that. I think they just like him. But they like him. I, yeah. You um, know? I think there's a mix of like, I genuinely like him Do, and I'm maneuvering right now do you guys think that there's a world where warren would be his vp i used to think so but after this whole thing i don't know what the optics would look like man they were definitely at least she was trying very clearly trying to repair some bridges um today or not yeah today, but during the i think day, i know? think it's still a possibility um i think it may be less of a possibility like i i don't think she would ever pick him um i don't agree with that yeah 
I think that uh, well, because I think that she would probably uh, lean more towards getting like a someone from another wing of the party. Maybe um, like not Tim Kaine, that bad example, but like someone a little more moderate than her. Maybe uh, Castro to sort of shore up that or Castro. I think. Oh is, yeah, is I like think Castro would be like, an amazing. Oh, God. He would probably be her pick. Look, right? I'm excited for a Bernie presidency. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm not. I I. I support him. I've donated as much money to him as I have more to him than I have to Warren, actually. Um, But, God, I mean, I still love her, and I would love a a Warren Castro (laughs) ticket. Yeah. Um, But I think that that he – it's still a possibility. Um, I think that the the rift, the perceived rift that happened um, and all of that drama and tension, I think um, people are very, like, emotional about it. But I think also, like, well, it's politics, and I think that – I don't know. I, I think it's still a possibility that he would pick her because um, I yeah. think that it would it would definitely unite uh, yeah. that wing of the party. It sure would. Um, and I think that obviously she's not like she's not the enemy. Um, I think people perceive her that way now because they see him as the front runner and uh, her as sort of like siphoning off some of that support and making it harder and easier for people like Pete and so on. Um, but I think that I mean, verse is true. Reverse is also true. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, I don't yeah, think, I don't no, think I Bernie Sanders is taking much of Pete's uh, <laughs> support. No. But uh, I think that, uh, like, if if it was decided that that was going to be the case, I think they would run away with it. Yeah. Like, I think it would be uh, something not I wouldn't even worry about at that point. Well, we should. I mean, yeah, obviously. Um, Get out there. Speaking of knock Pete. On, knock on those doors. Should we, should we do it? Should we do the thing? Talk about Pete. Buttigieg? Yeah. Can we not? P. Booch? I'm just kidding. P-Booch? Of course we have to. The Booch? Okay, let's talk P-Booch? about Pete. The Mighty Booch. Peanut Butter Jugs? Peanut Butter Jugs. That's the nickname. Peanut I found Boosh. it, guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Peanut Butter Jugs. That's what we're calling him. Um, That's what we're calling Mr. Pete. Him. What do you want to say about Mr. Pete today? <sighs> I don't know. Um, I'm just so tired of it all. Um, I appreciated that... Uh, Amy hates him so much. And uh, it I appreciated that one exchange where uh, he was asked about the uh, arrests of uh, black people in his yeah. uh, city, his town. I'll say this. Um, it's still surprising to me that people don't know about that story. People are still like, what are you talking about? Why is this? There's a lot of stuff about that, about his time there that people don't know about. I was I was actually surprised in the Biden ad that they kind of hit, mentioned it a little mm-hmm. bit um, when mostly they're talking about like all the little chintzy like, oh, he put lights in the fountain kind of stuff. I'm not sure if this is the exchange that you're speaking about, but uh, I'll throw it out there. Mm. Um, there was this one incident where uh, the moderator brought up the rise in African-American uh, incarcerations the year that he became mayor. And how it's increased and blah, blah, blah. And, and, and Pete tried to kind of talk his way around it. And then she was just like, no, you haven't addressed the point. What I'm saying is that it literally has gone up the year you came into office. And it was a pretty important moment. Did I do this justice? Did yeah, I describe mean, it properly? It. Yeah, he, um, his reaction uh, instantly was to lie. Um, and say, well, that's not what happened. She was like, well, no, here. But it I is. It. It's, it's it is what happened. What happened. And then he but was then like, he ta- yeah, yeah. And it's a, a problem and we have to fix this. Well, blah, but blah. he tied it. So he tied it to basically uh, it went up because of uh, 
It was oh, right. marijuana and gang That's violence. right. That's what he said. Um, yeah. And I'm going to posit that that's a terrible way to frame it mm-hmm. and a bad, a bad answer. Oh, you don't think... You don't think blaming uh, the reefer is a uh, is a good move in a twenty twenty Democratic primary? Like like sort of framing I, I like there's some Democrats sort of madness around to... that reefer. Like maybe that. I I I, I I'm going to go ahead and say I think the key to winning this election is going to be demonizing marijuana. If there's one thing that unites Americans, it's not wanting marijuana. Mm-hmm. Speci- uh, specifically related to a specific community. Um, that's over-policed um, and then tying it to gang violence in South Bend, Indiana. Pete. Um, and I also, it wasn't directly related to this moment, but pretty close to it. Gotta love my Elizabeth. Where Then the moderator turned to her and said, do you think Pete's answer was sufficient? And she was like, no. That, <laughs> was, that, was, that, was, that was a good moment. That was a I good moment. I love it whenever one of them gets asked a direct question about someone like is particularly Pete fucking up and not answering. And like, they're like, no, we fucking didn't answer it. Like, yeah, yeah, I love it. That was a weird, uh, did they do that a lot? I've never noticed something like that of like, was that answer good? Yeah. And it's interesting that it's happened to her. So the last debate, it was, they asked about Bernie and then he answered and then she comes and they, then they turn to her and go like, what do you think about that? Well, we disagree, you know, like, and then putting them on a spot and like really teeing them up to do a. Yeah, it seemed it was a weird tee up, I guess, is what I'm getting but, at. Like, it, I and I have I mean, you got to answer the question. No, I know. I just have never noticed that sort of framing from moderators. I, I don't know before. if it's because I'm paying attention to Warren specifically that I notice it more with her, sure. um, which is could absolutely be true. It's strange. It felt. Yeah. I, I also jumped out at me and I thought, is this normal? Yeah, I, it, um, it pinged my brain a little but bit. But I thought it was a great moment. Yeah, bad answer, Pete. He does. He continues to do the thing that I his the people who support him want him to do, which is say comforting things um, about unity and moving America forward, and more than anything else, bringing America. Like the thing that Pete is is the candidate of we can get over this partisanship and go back to all not caring that much about politics. Mm-hmm. Like that's what Pete Buttigieg. That's the Pete Buttigieg promise. Is like. We can get through the Trump years and go back to, um, you know, liking our president. Uh, yeah, no yeah. it's believes. mostly empty platitudes and yeah. nonsense that uh, aren't really saying much of anything yeah, other Mad than li- like, we'll do it together. No. Mad lib sentences strung together that are very generic. I mean, they talk, they address this point blank in the debate, actually, because of some comment that he'd made about not even wanting to turn on the impeachment um, oh, yeah, hearings. like he wanted to watch cartoons or and, whatever instead. Yeah. yeah, and then Amy Klobuchar was like, well, no, some of us care deeply about what's happening. Um, uh, all of it's just politics. Of course, you're misinterpreting what he's saying. But also, yeah, that is what he's selling. It is, uh, we're tired of this. Mm-hmm. We don't want, I'm relatable. We're all tired of this monster in the office. We're tired of this drama. Why can't it go back to being easy and People aren't scrutinizing us so closely. Right, right. So stop <laughs> thinking about it. Stop looking into all this stuff so I can uh, present my Medicare for all who want it. That the penalty for not having insurance is $7,000. Uh, the man, like the, the mandate That's- from Obamacare, his plan bumps it up by like six grand. Wow. It's unbelievable. <laughs> um, uh, I do. Uh, so on this note, I think, um, I think. Uh, weirdly, Marianne Williamson has um, 
Is she still in the race? Uh, No, but she nailed it. So basically, uh, there's this uh, this reporter who was tweeting uh, about uh, their uh, canvassing. So I I spoke to a Bernie 2016 supporter who became a hardcore Marianne stan and is now firmly in Buttigieg's camp. I tried to convince her that Pete had no Marianne energy, but to no avail. (laughs) So her response to this tweet was, if you have that person's phone number, I will call them myself. And then she immediately tweeted this. God damn. (laughs) Quote, I haven't endorsed anyone because there's more than one good progressive and everyone has to vote their conscience. But I submit to my supporters that someone with no real agenda and no real vision for our country beyond a vague notion of inclusion is nothing but a corporate tool. (laughs) End of tweet. What the fuck? How is that? How did that happen? <laughs> She's very passionate about uh, Pete Buttigieg, apparently. Apparently, he Lol. he might be the one to bring us all together. He really is. It's very uh, interesting yeah. uh, that everybody wants him to stop, yeah. except for you know all the people who vote for him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Everybody does seem to want. I mean, not everybody, obviously. Um, yeah. Speaking of of tweets and, and Buttigieg, uh, Ken Klippenstein retweeted this today. Or yesterday, I don't know. And we've talked about it before, but God, it's so beautiful. Pete Buttigieg, uh, February 18th, 2018. Mm. Gosh, okay. I, Pete Buttigieg, politician, do henceforth and forthwith declare most affirmatively and indubitably unto the ages that I do favor Medicare for all, as I do favor any measure that would help get all Americans covered. Now, if you'll excuse me, potholes, wait. What a dork. (laughs) Yeah, it's dorky, but also also a lie, yeah. I love... Because like the the whole reason to say it that way, for that to be the way you frame it, is because the point you're making is that like, of course I want Medicare for all, and how stupid of any of you to like <laughs> yes. even ask and like, it, and then yeah, no, uh, it, it, I wasn't also, I wasn't like, going to bring it up, but yeah, you know the tweets and PD, yeah. and the PD talkies. Also, like it's funny because like this that's the point. Yeah, it's like I'm I, of course I do. I'm you know I'm here. I'm straight shooter, but also literally he says like I Pete Buttigieg politician. Yeah, but Pete, I like know. come on, man. <laughs> why would uh why would you lead with that? Yeah, he's uh, he's evolved. He's evolved his his position. I just like most affirmatively and indubitably unto the ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's yeah. That sounds like that's it has yeah. been written, so it shall be. It's firm, it's firm. Um, yeah. But yeah, are there any other? I, Pete, I'm just I'm just dealing with the almost physical. Um, like, like it's almost like being punched. The amount of shock that comes from respecting Marianne Williamson for something. It was yeah. ama- it's amazing. Like, um, it throws you for a loop. A, that's a great answer. Like, yeah. that is a that like really well worded and phrased. It, um, it says everything without like explicitly. It's yeah. so good. Do you guys have any other Pete debate moments to discuss before we take another break? No, I would just I enjoy and I think I tweeted this um, and this preceded the exchange that we talked about. Um, I enjoy whenever Pete is asked a question that makes him visibly gulp. <laughs> where you can yeah. you can see the fear in his eyes and you can s- watch him swallow very deliberately um because he is dreading what is about to happen because because he is a lying little shrewdage yes thank you robert that is really good i mean it's mean mm-hmm. but it's good it's good mm-hmm. hey it's it's softer I than been, rat you know stop I know, with the rats I, do the shrew I've stuff i've been struggling cuz like all of the nicknames that come easily to his name are like butt jokes 
And sure. I don't want anyone to think that I'm like like doing like a gay joke. Yeah. Thing. Like, no, no, no. Yeah. Be. So I just I've steered clear. But Shrutajidge, I mm-hmm. feel good about. I feel like I've landed on a winner. Although we, that also we got him. Yeah, yeah, we got him. It'd be like shrewd though. <laughs> yeah. Shrewd. I don't know. Shrewd. Oh yeah. Open to that interpretation. Could, he, that yeah. could be something spun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, no, he's no. a shrewd. He is very shrewd a judge. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to do like a Dwight Schrute thing. And I, thing oh, I was there's say. that if there's too. A Dwight of, if there's a Dwight of this election, it's Tom <laughs> Steyer. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Assistant to that's the Bernie Sanders. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the Dwight to Bernie's gym. All right, yes. guys, we're going to take a really quick break and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about more things, probably Biden. I know. Joe I'm Biden? Joe Biden. While you wait, grab a cold brew to judge. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. Everything's so dumb, 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 dumb. We're back. Uh, sorry, I'm cutting We sure show. are. We're back as hell. Um, so Robert wanted me to start on this segment. I'm proud of how back we are. He wants me to start on the fact that Pete is now running on the I'm the only candidate on those debate stages in this race among the major candidates who's not a millionaire or a billionaire. And go. Sorry, I just put a piece of chocolate yeah. in my mouth. <laughs> I thought you were going to be talking for a little bit longer. <laughs> I am not a host of the show, no. so no. Cody. Okay, so here's a couple of things about Pete saying this thing. First of I all. I love a couple of things. Like, I love Pete. couples of things. Uh, first of all, yeah, but like you've got billionaires, like lots of billionaires donating to your campaign. Yeah. Um, it's not about your like personal net worth it's about what you stand for and who is fighting for you and who is donating right. to you trying who... to to paint yourself as the guy that doesn't have the backing yeah. of big money mm. is grotesquely it's, misleading yes <laughs> it's wild that he's like trying to uh maneuver through this uh and presenting himself like that because also even like today all these goldman sachs executives came out this in this article being like yeah i really like pete we're gonna back pete so he's got the backing of the people he is trying to claim right. he is not. So I don't know, Pete. 
Um, it's like with yeah. Well, okay, Bernie also, Sanders has three million dollars. Okay, but like Bernie Sanders has all these working class people donating to him. Right. So take that into consideration. Bernie Sanders has what I would say is an achievable amount of of wealth for someone of his generation and age to have gotten. I I have known a lot of people who by the time they were in their seventies, and and they're fortunate people, but they're not. You're not a plutocrat at that right. level of right. wealth, right? Like you're, you're somebody who lived an upper middle class life and um, was very good about where you put your money, and you also bought came a up house at, a at the right time. For you bought wealth. a house at the exactly. right moment. You're, you're still someone who's fundamentally lived in the same world as the rest of us, right? Yes, you know, three million dollars at the age of seventy something isn't. I have been. Uh, I have always been in the clouds, and I can no longer remember the ground. Um, right. Okay, I think we've we've talked about Pete a lot, and, and not to say that we can't talk about him some more, but I'd like to talk about Biden. So can we talk about Biden? Yeah, we've the been Biden in the room. Biden, our time. Can I say? Can I say him. one more thing about Pete? Sure. One more Jesus. thing, and then I'm done. It is true that Pete Buttigieg is not a millionaire, but he will be. Yes. Yeah. So that's the other thing, right? Like he will be he worth is, many millions of dollars. He's 38. That is what he is going? He's, he's for. a politician. Yeah. He will have millions of dollars in 10 years. He will be a yeah. millionaire. Yeah. Um, so yeah. nice try, Pete. I'm sorry. Point taken. Yeah. Point accepted. Good. Uh, let's talk about Biden. I bought you guys all matching these shirts. Oh, they say we're riding with Biden. Please. He sells them on his website. Don't do Absolutely that. Absolutely not. Don't do give not him that money. Give him money. That's ninety dollars. We'll that make he them gets. ourselves. <laughs> um, no, Sophie. Can we? Can we? Don't spend the money on that. Spend the money on setting up a new line of Bernard Montgomery Sanders. Mm-hmm. Shot JFK on the glassy knoll with a Manlicher Carcano rifle. I think that's the T-shirt to bring America together. And then put yeah, at the bottom, I mean, Biden 2020. Might be the T-shirt <laughs> that gets us sued. But mm-hmm. um, all right, I, I have one moment that jumped out at me that I wanted to talk about. Was with it when Biden. he was like, "Hey, look here, Jack. I tell you what. All right, come on." Sort of. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, we were talking uh, the gun debate, and that and that is something where people can come for Bernie a little bit about his record, and and Biden, you know, is up there saying that Bernie should be held accountable for his past gun votes. Well, you know, we we need to be held accountable for these things, for the things we've done in the past. Yes. And I was like, oh really? Do we now? Okay, mm. let's talk yes. about mm. that a bit more and mm. some of your record. Um. Yeah, uh, let's hold Bernie accountable for being slightly less in favor of gun control than most of the other candidates. Yeah, <laughs> like, I like. Yeah, lo- yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah. Do you want to talk about uh, how Joe Biden's the reason yeah. we have civil asset forfeiture in this nation? We can. We don't need to. No, Just- no, that doesn't seem relevant. <laughs> um, All right. How 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 did do you, you guys? Want, do you want to talk about how Joe Biden? pushed for an assault weapons ban that didn't ban assault weapons because it was written by people who don't know anything about guns. Sure, we could talk sure. about that too. Do you want to? <laughs> um, yeah. Or have we talked about it enough by mentioning it at all? Mm. Um, how did yeah. you guys feel Biden did up there? I never think Biden does a it's great hard. job. Um, <laughs> I'm just always stressed out watching him talk. Yeah, um, he. there's a, there's a sort of... Uh, frustrated confusion that he brings to the stage mm-hmm. uh, in his answers. And so oftentimes when he is asked something, when he talks about something, I can sense that he's very frustrated and confused, um, which I don't think bodes well for any sort of a debate with Donald Trump. Um, 
But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, and also, I think he also doesn't necessarily say anything a lot of times. And uh, I alluded to it by saying, hey, look here, Jack. He's got a lot of that that energy. Yeah, look here, um, Jack. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got some serious anger management problems. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's – you could – I, countless videos of him like shoving his finger in people's mm-hmm. chests. I'm just waiting for uh, Although, the video to to drop of him calling Lily Tomlin the c word. Right. So here's and here's here's where I, that I was really a, am at with was I heart Huckabee's oh, reference. Oh, there we go, guys. <laughs> um, go ahead. <laughs> but um, the uh, the one thing that I'm struggling now with Joe Biden is that uh, he does seem uh, confused uh, and and there's a frustration that I think he has a lot of. Um, and there are a lot of these videos of him being asked questions by people who are potential voters and him like manhandling them, yeah. grabbing their jackets, zipping them up for him, shoving him uh, with a finger. Uh, recently, he was asked a question about the Iowa caucus and he said, hey, have you ever been to a caucus? And she said, yes. And he called her a lying dog face pony soldier. Now, he was doing it okay. in a jokey way. It's, no, no, I... Is it so I, I feel like enough? that one's unfair. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the kind of thing, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not a give Joe Biden credit guy. I don't like Joe Biden. I don't think he's a good candidate. But, like, when I heard that, people talking about it on Twitter, I was like, oh, my God, Joe Biden, like, like flipped out on some poor girl. And then when I watched it, I was like, no, that was like a joking air. The cloud, it, it was. the crowd clearly laughed. It's a line he's used. Like he was, he was trying to be folksy and like I. I I'll tell I you what, that though, that girl that, like, was like a college was student or something. It, Doubt she got she that no right. She's like, uh huh. Yeah, from the John Wayne movie. I mean, from the, de- the judgment of deciding to use that reference to a young woman. Yes, from before my lying, dad was what born. What was the quote? A lying, lying dog. dog face pony soldier. So. And- no one knows what that means. Calling a woman dog face, not a good look, but it was mischaracterized, yeah, I think, online. That's fair. Um, I saw – I didn't see the reaction first. I saw the clip first. Yeah. Um, and it still bothered me, but like, you know, we've all got – I don't know. It's like – it's weird. It's a weird confrontational way to talk to voters. Um, sure. And especially in this age where we're calling anything uh, Trumpian, like even if it's jokey, it's like, I don't know. Is that – what yeah. we want. I, I um, think that I, I think that we do ourselves a disservice if we mischaracterize things a, a lot. You know, then you're for like sure, the boy absolutely. Wolf. Um, um, but I, I, I yeah. totally I hear you and I I agree with you. Like, there's something off about the way he talks in that quote. Yeah. And like also, a lot of I joke- read something about people were like trying to check to see if that was an actual quote. Mm-hmm. And the last thing I read was like, we haven't found it, but <laughs> uh, John Wayne did do. A ton of movies, so it's possible. Sure, it's possible. <laughs> John, so like the situation is like the, no, they found like I, I've seen where it's from. It's um, I'm based on the name, but the, the line he he doesn't say the exact line. Oh, okay. The line is like dog faced soldiers, and he added an extra couple okay, of words okay. to it. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's even if it's, I, a it's joke, it's weird to react that way when you're asking a voter a question. She's like, yeah, I've been to a caucus, and then I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's it's definitely. He's he's a he's an old man who doesn't understand the world making references nobody yeah. gets because his brain is dying. Right. And especially in the context of all these other instances of him uh kind of like tell like telling people why to go vote for somebody else and the the shoving the finger yeah. in the chest, all that kind of stuff. So my uh, my struggle <laughs> that I'm dealing with now, which is what I was starting with about this whole Biden thing is that I think that there is a decent chance that if Joe Biden was on the stage with Donald Trump during a debate 
and he got a little confrontational, a little frustrated. He was called a name or something like that. I think that what we're seeing now would bubble up and he might actually start shoving Donald Trump. I doubt that would and happen. That's why I might vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> I yeah, doubt you know that what? would actually I'm happen. Texting, I'm, I'm, I'm texting Joe to 30330 right now. As you should. 50 50. Don't take them seriously. 50 50. Folks, he's threatening to kiss my girlfriend. Joe Biden is texting me right now. I'm going to kiss your girlfriend, son. Get out of here, Jack. Okay, okay, okay. Let's bring this back to the debate. (laughs) But alt opinion, I think this was the first debate where I didn't think he was like taking a nap. Fair. Sure. Yeah, he had a lot yeah. of energy. He was yeah. energy. He, he seemed like he was he, energy. She yeah. says he was. He was energy. He had taken like the right caffeine pill. Caffeine pill, and and he came in like ready to. He was. He, was, he seemed like ready to defend himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which he needs to be. Whereas he just in, lost Iowa in past yeah. debates. I thought he was more like. Ready. He was. He was like hiding a bit. Yeah. Didn't he also say. We might not do well in New Hampshire. It was amazing. He said, <laughs> yeah, we did bad in uh, Iowa. We might not do well in New Hampshire, but we're going to do said. it. Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, first thing he good. said was like, hey, I suck. Hey, I'm going to suck again next <laughs> right? week. Yeah. But I'm still here, baby. Um, the other uh, moment I wanted to bring up that made me cringe, and it wasn't just his fault, but he was a part of it. it was the three men up there debating about who, <laughs> who was most <laughs> popular with black people. I think it was Buttigieg, Bernie, and Biden. He was like, well, have you seen my numbers? Have you seen mm-hmm. I was like, oh boy, this is not a good look for <laughs> yeah. you guys. Not yeah. a good it, look for any of It was a bunch of, of white dudes talking about their black friends. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was a weird moment and not a comfortable one. No. no. The good news, I guess, is that there's no, the Republicans don't have a less weird racial thing to point towards. Positive <laughs> so spin. I guess that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What else do we the want? Democratic Party, not as racist as those other yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the least racist of the two racists. Are there any other really big points you guys wanted to bring up from this week? No. I I keep thinking about how everybody doesn't like Pete on stage. Um, what did you think of everyone's closing statements? Because everybody was talking about how strong Amy Klobuchar's statement was at the end. Oh, that's actually, yeah. So I, I did want to talk about this. Right. I oh, think closing right. statement. Her closing okay. statement was a, uh, largely about empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I found it a little off knowing that she abuses her staff. Word. Is that uh, true or is that just rumors? I think it's tr- like there's a lot of reporting on uh, yeah. her history of that and like people being like I'm not going to work Yeah, on I believe her that then I I'd seen that. a lot of people being like that's ridiculous. I love she's a great boss and but that could be somebody that's put up for it. And like it, even like know? when the New York Times uh they did their interviews Reliable with all of them. Source. Yeah, but like when they're talking about that uh they like hand-waved it away. They're like, "Yeah, and sh- uh she's uh allegedly abusive of her staff, but um you know, that just is the mark of like not hiring good people. It was it was a weird like blaming the staff for getting abused. But uh, my main point is that I think the message overall is a good thing to keep coming yeah, back to. Yeah, I do to. too. Um, I liked that she brought up empathy. Um, I guess also part of me wishes, you know, if you're, if you're going to talk about that um, – and I believe that she believes it. Like it wasn't like, oh, she's doing an act or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
I would want the policies to reflect that empathy a little more. Sure. Um, and her approach to things and what she actually wants to accomplish. Um, so I don't know. That was my. I'll be honest, Sophie. I don't really remember many, much about their closing statements. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to try to vamp right now, but mm. um, you're doing it. You're no, doing it now. It's good. I think I think I'm suffering from debate fatigue. Earlier in the episode, you said that you thought this was a more substantive debate, and I agree with you it was, but I still am feeling myself, yeah, like, uh, my eyes rolling back in my head sometimes. primary <laughs> season uh, and elections in general in this country happen way too early, and they last way too long, and every cycle they happen earlier, and they last longer. Yeah. And it is maddening, and we're getting closer and closer to uh, just, it's there's always an election going on. And it's all consuming and it's very, very frustrating and exhausting. Yeah. And uh, I'm hoping that the next president, um, uh, if they go, let's say, two terms, they accomplish quite a bit. I hope that their last move is to abolish the presidency. Okay. <laughs> like, no more presidents. Um, that's. I agree. And I want to talk about something else before great. we close out. Please do. Which is the great, the great mystery of this campaign to me. So Tom Steyer, right? Born in 1957, uh, his father was a prosecutor at the Nuremberg Trials and then a partner in a major New York law firm. Um, his mom was a reading teacher, but he came, comes from money, you know, partner at a major New York law firm. Dad's a big-time prosecutor. Um, graduates from Yale, uh, founds a hedge fund, uh, makes $1.6 billion taking huge risks on distressed assets. Why does he love Bernie Sanders? Mm-hmm. What... I, I need to understand you, why a billionaire hedge fund manager has such a deep love for Bernard Sanders. What it, what I have a, happened? I have a theory. Oh, you have we a both have theories. We have, we have a theory. I think it goes back to high school. I think that he's always been okay. this kid in a little plaid tie, and nobody mm-hmm. liked him. Uh, and I loved his plaid tie. Yeah, they're cute. But as a kid, nobody liked it as a kid. Um, and he's enamored with Bernie's popularity. He wants friends. Um, and I think I think that he wants to be a part of the cool kids club. Mm. He wants young people to like him. Maybe there's that too, um, yeah. Yeah, so I think there's uh, a We're lot gonna there. We're going to be talking in our soothing voices as we Soothing voices. Um, I... I think that there's a lot to that. I think yeah, that there's yeah. the wanting to be liked. Um, I do think that uh, he does care <laughs> about climate change quite sure, a bit. Yeah, and I would say that uh, Bernie has the strongest climate mm-hmm, plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in general, my theory... You're getting a little loud for me. In general, I think that my theory is that uh, Bernie is good, actually. And uh, Steyer <laughs> is just like, yeah, he's good. I like him. <laughs> I think he, he sure there's I, that. <laughs> I don't. I don't believe it could be. I mean, your your theory makes sense. I don't believe mm-hmm. it's just a popular. The way he approached Bernie, I can't stop thinking about. Mm-hmm. It. I can't stop thinking about the. No one does that in politics. I just wanted I to say how walks mm-hmm. into two. I have this idea in my head that there happens. was some sort of mixer <laughs> at some point, and they had like the start mm-hmm. of a good conversation, and maybe. Maybe he's socially awkward and, you know, not good at making friends and keep coming back to that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, we had to start of a really good conversation. I, I got to make sure that I say hi to Bernie to solidify this. Mm-hmm. Got to make sure, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, maybe he wants to be the vice president and he th- sees the writing on the wall. Tom. Um, mm, Tom. 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 I know, buddy. 
Um, no, it is a very nobody. fascinating no. moment. It no, is Robert, interesting. You're right. Uh, I do come I back to it a lot. Thinking about it, like, I'd love I, to sit down and have dinner with Tom. Steyer. Aside from everything surrounding that moment, it's just there's just something about it. There's just something about yeah. Tom Steyer mm-hmm. in that moment. Here's the thing. Here's Here we go. Here we matters. go. Here it is. Okay? Here it is. Here's why this matters. The entire thing about running for president, about seeking the presidency, about running a campaign is a quest to hide yourself from America, is to hide yourself from voters. Because no voter wants to vote for anyone's true self because no true human being is fit to be a president. And so the whole process of running for president is about hiding the aspects of yourself that are real, that would convince everyone, oh no. Um, Tom Steyer revealed the sort of thing that you're not supposed to reveal. Um, which is that he, at the end of the day, is a little boy who wanted to shake hands with yeah. his, his hero. Mm-hmm. That he's thirsty and as fuck. I've never seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's it, it, it was something else. It's yeah. It's, it was so important to him. It's, that he stumbled in between two clearly fighting people. <laughs> yeah, it's it, there's something like it's bizarre. It's refreshing a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You got me convinced. I'm it, voting for give Tom. Give me a little a little hope. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna throw away my vote for on Tom. Tom. <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's going to be something else when he's like, I'm a billionaire and I endorse Bernie Sanders so that I can hang yep. out with him sometimes. Yeah. Yep. Like that's <laughs> not too often. Not, he doesn't just have just unreasonable the right amount. hopes. Just enough. Just like a call every couple of weeks, you know? A FaceTime. A FaceTime. Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah. guys. I think we really, we really did it today. We talked about that. We finally talked about a debate on this show yep. about how everything is bad. And I, I feel confident and saying it's the best debate breakdown that ever was and, and ever will, will show And I feel mm-hmm. confident in saying that all of us at Worst Year Ever are now on the same page. Steyer Kaczynski, 2020. Mm-hmm. 2020. Can I get each of you to mm-hmm. do a closing statement? No. Please? And that's how I'm closing this episode. And that is my statement. I yep. uh, Power move. passionately want to say that candidates... End of statement. Robert? I would also like to meet Bernie Sanders, and I hope that when I do, he is in the middle of a red-faced, livid fight with his wife. And I I just, I want to stumble right in the middle of that and offer him my hand as he is crying. Yeah, I just want, I just want to, yeah, good, okay, from Bernie, you know? All right, yes, good, okay. that, 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 like... Very good. Resounding yes. praise and acceptance. Yeah, good. Okay. Do you Oof. think he? Oh, I, so I don't. I wonder how often he said what that to his son growing moment. up. Mm. Oh, dismissively. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. All right, guys. You can find us online at Worst Year Pod, Twitter, Instagram. That's it. Those are the places. Google.com. Google.com. Google. Mm-hmm. Those are. That's also Bing. a place. Bing.net. Mm-hmm. DuckDuckGo. Um, Alta Vista. Lexus Nexus, Alta Vista, Netscape search, dot biz, GeoCities yeah. dot search backslash type dot net. Cool. None of this is staying yep. in. That's the one. Have a great nope, week. All of it stays. <laughs> Have a great week. Follow all of them on the social meds. Mm-hmm. And Sophie, Sophie so- has um, Sophie has a Sophie's new on Instagram Twitter now. Twitter. 
If you want to get a taste of Sophie's really shockingly hard right politics, Mm -hmm. um, I was very concerned before that was going and was slightly relieved by where it ended, but not really. (laughs) Yeah, follow Sophie at underscore at at y underscore Sophie underscore y. The the word y. I was actually going to plug your guys as at uh, I write okay at Doctor Mister Cody at Katie Stoll. We've all plugged each other. Wow. Wow. Cool. God, we're God, so we're bad at ending this podcast. Yeah, I'm, but also we're we all really just we just like each other so much. Yeah, we just want to keep talking. I just want we're all friends here. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of want to go. Oh, <laughs> I your oh, you're the debate. You're bit the, and nobody got it. I didn't get it. Katie, you're the God. Bernie to our yeah, Tom Steyer. I get yeah. it. You don't want to hang out with us at Katie, all. Katie, Katie just yeah, okay. to hang okay, out good with you. Guys, that was yes. such a good bit. It was good, Sophie. We're all friends here, guys. We are all friends here, guys. Friends here, and we're all gonna go now. Bye. Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb, and it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel. Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.